0: Hello and welcome to episode 237 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast, How to Lose Weight and Love Your Life. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I have a fun episode planned for you. This is the anti-planning episode. I hear from so many physicians of like, okay, I know I need to plan what I'm going to eat. And that is an option. (laughs) But like everything, you don't have to do anything in your weight loss. There are always solutions around that allow you to tailor how you're approaching your weight loss to your own life. And planning, whether or not you sit down and you plan your food and things like that, is one of them that is optional. So I wanted to record this podcast, partly because I know so many of you out there are holding on to that belief of like, if only I could plan more, I would be more successful. And I want to bust it a little bit. Because I am not a planner, <laughs> I have not planned much in my life. Most of my weight that I lost, I lost without writing down any food, planning any food. But when I think about how did I do that, it's because I created some structure, and we're going to talk about that. If you are an anti planner like I am, where planning more things into your life can create more anxiety then I'm gonna give you some tips in this episode on how to manage it, where maybe you don't have to plan. Maybe you use planning sometimes when it's most helpful. That's what I do. I dip in and out of planning my food when I think it's helpful and offers something. And otherwise, I've created processes in my life that let me navigate my eating fairly easily without putting a ton of planning into it. If you really like this idea, if you're like, Wait, what? Weight loss can look different than how I've been told it should look. Then you need to come join me inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. It's what I do inside that program. If you're a physician, I can teach you how to create a customized approach to your weight loss. Because guess what? Customized approaches are what work long term. Anytime you're trying to force yourself into something like planning or any other version of weight loss that somebody else has told you you have to do to lose weight. It is less likely to be long-term sustainable than if you meet yourself where you're at and make plans and structure that works for you, how your life is right now, how you as an individual are right now, and what your preferences are. And that's what I teach you to do inside the Right Academy for Physicians. That's what makes it so unique compared to any other weight loss program that you've been in is we don't start with the diet. We figure out what you think you can follow on a regular basis and what you think is going to work for your body. And then we adjust it from there. And we use the tools in the same way, like planning on what do you think is going to be most helpful. There are no you must do's. It's about what's going to work in your life. What can you do the most consistently? So if that sounds great, head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca physicians.ca click on the work with me tab and fill out an application from that page. I'd be happy to chat with you. So filling out an application starts a process where you and I can actually talk about your specific challenges and how I'd be able to help you. There are no obligations to filling in an application. It gives you the opportunity to sit down with me and talk in detail about how my approach would be different from what you've tried before so that you can make a really informed decision on whether or not Thrive Academy is the right program for you. All right, so that's weight solutions physicians.ca. Click on the work with me tab, fill out an application form. Now, I wanted to tell you some stories about me not planning because <laughs> planning is not something I come to very easily. And the amount of planning I do in my life already is not a natural born tendency, let's say. <laughs> so when it comes to planning everything I'm going to eat, honestly just doesn't sit that well with me. Now, it's not that I don't like planning what I'm going to eat. I actually find that it does simplify things. When I sit down and I make plans, okay, this is what I'm going to eat for today, it clears up some of the a little bit of the food drama. It makes things simple cuz I put some work into making decisions ahead of time for myself. And so I actually like it. But the reality is, my life is really busy. Like many of yours, I am juggling multiple Roles as a physician. I'm juggling three kids and their activities. And then I'm also juggling this podcast and my coaching programs. And so there is not a lot of extra time in my day to sit down and leisurely plan stuff. And I think that's the reality why it generally hasn't worked that well for me. Plus, if I'm being honest, over planning my life gives me anxiety. Like, and I've worked on this, but seeing my calendar completely full of just things that I have to be doing makes me feel busier, makes me feel more stressed. Having people want me to agree to be somewhere at a specific time in the future makes me feel stressed. I really like spontaneity in my life and in my weight loss and in my eating. It's something that makes me happy when I'm feeling spontaneous. And so what I did in my own weight loss journey is I figured out how can I be spontaneous while still eating food that helps me with my weight loss? And how can I navigate that while living a busy life, being on call, all those different things? Now, I know not everyone listening to this loves to be spontaneous. I did an episode a while back about being spontaneous, and it's funny hearing from people who are like, you know what? I'm the opposite. I don't want spontaneity. I want planning. I want routines. And if that's you, fantastic. Then what that means is planning is probably a really useful tool for you. But for all of you who are sitting there telling yourself, you know what, I should plan. I really should be doing more planning. If only I could plan, I'd be more successful. This episode is for you because we're going to talk about how do you navigate that? I don't think we should ever use a tool that we're not using, not engaging with as a reason why we can't be successful. And yet we often do, especially when it comes to weight loss, because there's this belief that this is how it should be. It's the one right way, right? And if your brain has grabbed on to one of the right ways to lose weight is you plan out what you're going to eat, then if you are choosing not to do that, or if you're just not getting around to it, it's really easy for your brain to be like, well, we can't be successful right now. So we'll wait until we have time to plan. But what if that time doesn't ever come? That's the issue, right? What if you never end up with a bunch of time to magically plan your food? Then what do you do? You have to figure out other ways to manage it. And this is where really having a customized approach to your weight loss really makes a difference. Because anytime we think we need to do something in an exact way in order to be successful, the reality is life is probably going to come and smack you upside to your face sometimes. <laughs> You're not going to be doing that. And then then again, you think you can't be successful and you just go back to old habits. It creates that really on or off type thinking where I'm doing it or I'm definitely not doing it. Really long-term weight loss, long-term weight management means having ways of approaching all the different scenarios. So if we use planning, if planning is helpful, fantastic, go ahead and plan, but also build skills on how could you manage it If you have weeks where you don't have a chance to plan or you start to forget to plan, how can you manage it if you haven't even planned what groceries to order and you're in the midst of a busy week? All of these different realities of our life may seem like really big problems when it comes to weight loss, but they're only problems when we think we have to do it perfectly in one certain way in order to be successful. If we can work on building flexibility and be like, okay, if I'm not going to do that this week, how am I still going to be successful? Then that is really, really going to help you long-term. It's going to help you lose weight, but it's also going to help you when it comes to maintaining weight because long-term there's always going to be ups and downs. And that's why I thought this episode would be so fun to record for you guys because planning food is a really good example of a place where it can be easy to think it's either we do it and that's what is helping our success or we don't. And when we can look at, okay, what are our other options? If we're not planning food ever, if you're like a total anti-planner or if you're a sometimes anti-planner or a predominantly anti-planner, whichever category you put yourself in, how can you still be successful? How can you still follow a way of eating that helps your body lose weight, makes you feel your best, that you enjoy, on a consistent enough basis to get to your goals. Because really that's what it comes down to. Remember, it's not being told what to eat that makes you lose weight. It's figuring out how to follow whatever way of eating you're choosing to eat on a consistent enough basis to actually reach your goals. And when I say consistent enough basis, obviously there's gonna be bumps in the road. That's life, that's being human. And part of that is how do you recover from it? And maybe one of those bumps is when you have a tool that really works for you and all of a sudden you're noticed that you stopped doing it. How do you navigate that? Again, all of this stuff we're going to talk about today is going to help you with that. So let's talk about what things you might think you need to be planning in your weight loss. And then why? Why is planning in around eating so popular for weight loss. So one of the things is planning your food ahead of time. So sitting down, writing down what you're going to eat ahead of time. This is quite popular. Um, it's something that's taught in through the life coach school, the life coaching school that I attended as like a key thing you need to do to lose weight. You need to sit down, plan your food ahead of time. There's also things about like planning when you're going to splurge. If you're going to eat food that doesn't help with your weight loss, planning that out. Might be planning when you're going to be exercising. There's all sorts of aspects where you may feel like you should be doing more planning in your life. And you can This isn't an episode saying don't ever plan. Planning's bad. This is an episode talking about look at it and decide, is it something that's helpful for you? And if so, using it in a way that's helpful. And we're going to get to that because often we use it in a way that holds us back. So why is planning things helpful? How does it help you in your weight loss? Well, when you're planning things, you're using your prefrontal cortex. You're using a different part of your brain than when you're reacting and you're making food decisions in the moment. And so your prefrontal cortex can hold your future goals at the same time as planning. So you can plan okay, I want to reach this goal. What do I think is going to work for me this week to do that? In the moment when you're using more of the primitive parts of your brain, like your amygdala, to respond to emotions and make food decisions from that place, those parts of your brain aren't holding future goals in mind often. They're thinking in the short term of how do we feel better, basically. And often food can be the answer to that, especially food that gives you dopamine. So pre-planning helps you step away from that. It also reduces your decision fatigue in a day. When you plan your food and you take 15 minutes in the morning, probably not even 15 minutes when you get used to planning, honestly, like a short time in the morning and you plan everything you're going to eat for the day, you've saved yourself the mental energy of making those decisions at each meal and each snack opportunity. You've combined it, you've been efficient with your decision-making capacity And you've done it at a time in the day where you probably have more decision-making capacity. It can help you be more efficient instead of coming home and standing in front of the fridge and staring at it and being like, what are we going to eat for dinner tonight? And you're exhausted and you're tired. and It's hard to even come up with an idea. If you've pre-planned, you come home and you just, you're like, okay, we're having chili tonight. Let's get the chili going. And so it helps you be more efficient efficient. So there are a lot of benefits to planning. Like I said, I do use it. And the one form of planning that I do consistently and have for quite a a few years is planning a weekly menu. So I don't plan my individual days very often, but I do have an idea what we're eating for dinner each day. And I have ordered groceries based on that plan. And that works for me. That still gives me that flexibility that I like feeling a bit spontaneous, but helps make use of some of these efficiency things that I'm talking about. So on the weekend, I spend a half hour planning what we're going to eat and ordering groceries. And then I know we're set up for the week. And that's a huge load of kind of stress off my shoulders and has been a, a huge help to help me be successful. So when is planning not helpful? Because I think this is the piece that doesn't get talked about, right? Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, plan, you'll be great. It's not helpful when you're shitting yourself about your planning. So when you're beating yourself up because you have not planned and you're telling yourself, you know you need to be doing this, why don't you just do it? This is one of those classic things I hear so many doctors say is, I know what I need to do, I just need to get myself to do it. And you might be doing this inside your head about planning your food. You know you need to plan your food, why don't you just do it? That's not gonna help you at all. Anytime you're beating yourself up, getting down on yourself about, Anything related to weight loss and the rest of your life too, to be honest, it's not going to help you move forward. It's just going to make you feel crappy. And when you feel crappy, you're far less likely to do it. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to feel confused. You're going to get stuck. And it's because you're telling yourself you should be doing more than what you're doing. What if that wasn't true? And that's, again, why I wanted to record this episode for you guys. What if you could just say, okay, I just don't plan. I'm going be successful without planning play with that, see how it feels. The other thing where it's not helpful, and I mentioned this earlier, is when your brain uses it as an excuse for why you're not being successful. So telling yourself in order to be successful, I need to do X, Y, or Z, and you can fill in the blank there, it can be planning, but it, a lot of other things could go in there, in your weight loss saying in order to be successful, I need to do X, Y, or Z, and I'm not doing it right now, therefore I can't be successful. And so using the fact that you're not planning as a reason why you can't be successful will hold you stuck. It won't help you move forward. So if you choose to not plan, fantastic. But make that decision. Be like, you know what? I'm not a planning kind of gal. Just not going to do it. And then go, okay, so how am I still going to be successful without using this particular tool? Right? There's so many things things other than planning that that can apply to you guys so really watch in your own weight loss where is it that you're telling yourself you should be doing something not doing it and using it as an excuse and where could it be helpful for you to go okay I'm just going to decide I'm not going to do that I history has shown me I don't do that consistently how could I be successful without doing that such a powerful, powerful, powerful question to ask yourself in your weight loss. And I love it because that's when you start to get more customized approaches where you're like, well, maybe I could do it this way. And honestly, that's how I've come up with the things I'm going to teach you because it was through years of being like, okay, I need to write down my food. I need to keep a food diary. I need to really plan my food ahead of time, doing it for a day or two. (laughs) And then a week later being like, oh, dang it, I stopped doing that again. Eventually, I reached the point where I was like, okay, I just don't seem to do this, nor do I really have a strong desire to do it more regularly. So how could I still be successful? What would my weight loss need to look like in order to be successful without doing the planning on a regular basis? And that's how I came up with an approach that I use on every single day of my life and that I teach inside Thrive Academy for physicians. And so Number one, if you want to lose weight without planning, you need to create structure that supports you. So you can create structure that supports you in a similar way to the planning without having every single thing planned out. I'm thinking the image that's coming to mind is there's in Instagram and all the Facebook ads. There's lots of ads for bras without underwire. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) If you haven't gotten those in your feeds, maybe it's just me. But it's the idea of like planning would be like the full support underwire metal everywhere to hold everything up versus the non-planning but still having structure might be like one of those where it's molded in a way where it doesn't have the same structure it doesn't have the same like metal inflexibility to it but it has enough structure that it does what it needs to do did you ever think that I would be able to use a bra analogy For your weight loss journey, for your eating. Anyways, so what I'm saying about this is what I developed. And back when I developed it in my own life, I didn't have a name for it, but I call it an eating blueprint now, where it's a structure of how I approach food without planning or writing stuff down that lets me have a sense when I'm making a food decision of am I on track or not? That's what we use inside Thrive Academy for physicians as I teach you how to do one and make one for yourself that's customized that you actually are excited to follow. But it gives you just general categories of food that let you really easily be like, okay, which category is this food coming out of? And am I on track? And if you're pulling from categories that aren't helping you with your weight loss, it just becomes an opportunity to be curious about why. What's going on today? What's different this week? I'm eating out of the categories that aren't helping me with my weight loss. So having that structure of general piles of food. So if I'm eating out of the category that I know helps me with my weight loss, which are lower carb foods, if I'm at a restaurant and I'm choosing out of there, if I go to a friend's house and I'm choosing out of there, if I'm grabbing a snack because I'm hungry after a run or something and I'm grabbing out of the fridge, but I'm choosing out of there, I don't have to worry much beyond that. Generally, those foods help me manage my weight. And it makes it a lot easier than every day sitting down and planning, okay, what foods am I going to eat that will help me manage my weight? Just having general categories and choosing from those general categories is structure that really works for me. I already mentioned having a weekly menu plan, and so yes, that is a bit of planning, but It means that bit of planning on the weekend means I don't have to plan during the week. I think if I didn't do a weekly menu plan and have the groceries in the house and know which days I need to get stuff into the slow cooker, which days things need to be defrosted so that we can actually eat on time and get kids to activities, I think I would need to plan more on a daily basis. So planning on a bigger scale gives me more flexibility, which is what I really like, with less effort. And I find it's just really time efficient. Planning leftovers would be another thing of structure that I create in my life. So when we cook, we cook so there's enough leftovers. In general, I don't need to plan my lunches because my lunches are leftovers, protein and vegetable. Whatever protein and vegetable are in the house, those are my leftovers that I'll be eating. So number two, you've created structure, but then you have to really hold curiosity. If you're not gonna plan you're not having as concrete of data written down about how you're doing. So you need to hold more curiosity in your mind and just always be assessing of like, okay, where am I at? What are foods I've been eating? How consistent am I being? And this takes a bit of practice because honestly, our brains are fantastic editors. If you're not writing stuff down and you're not planning, it is very easy for your brain to edit out things you've eaten where you don't have recollection of it. And so learning the skill of just taking note of when you're eating something that isn't going to help with your weight loss and kind of making a mental note. Again, eating one or two things that doesn't help with your weight loss, not a panic situation. It's just an interesting, okay, I noticed that I did that today. It becomes an issue in your weight loss when you do it today and tomorrow and the next day. And if you're not writing down and not planning that, concern or the potential tripping hazard could be that you forget about two days ago and you're like, oh, I've been really consistent. I'm just having this stuff now. So this is a bit of a skill to build. If you don't want to plan, really working on this awareness and keeping in mind, okay, how have I been doing? And being curious if you're like, okay, I noticed that I'm making some choices that aren't helping me with my weight loss. What's going on? How can I build more consistency? Again, never any reason to ever shame yourself about your food choices. It never, ever, ever helps. So don't, don't do that to yourself. But be curious. Be like, okay, I notice and I wonder why this might be happening. Number three, let it look how it'll most be helpful for you. So I'm giving you ideas of how I've made this work in my own life. And it's been very effective for me. You get to decide how it's going to work in your life, how it's going to be most effective for you. Your weight loss approach, your tools that you use in your own weight loss do not have to look like anybody else's. Nobody knows how to do weight loss any better than you do. And that's why when I'm coaching physicians, I don't tell you what to do. We work together to figure out what's going to work for you because. Nobody knows what's going to work for you. People can offer their experience. They can offer their expertise. Like the things I talk to you about on this podcast are based on my experience working with a lot of people about weight, both in my obesity medicine practice and also from years of coaching physicians. But that doesn't make me an expert in your weight loss. It makes me have lots of tools, lots of approaches, but ultimately it's always comes down to you taking what other people offer And applying it in a way that works in your life. Now, our brains struggle with this a little bit because we're so used to diet culture where we're like, okay, there's a right way. And if I'm not doing it exactly right, I'm not going to be successful. So the skill here becomes talking to yourself differently about that. Being like, I get to make it work the way I want it to work. It may look totally wonky how I do it, and yet it might work for me. And that means it's great fantastic if it works fantastic if it doesn't work it doesn't mean you're doing wrong it means you need to be curious and be like how could I make this work better for me what's getting in my way of this being effective for me how could I help myself succeed while still holding you know the other pieces in mind that I don't really want to be doing or that aren't working for me When you start asking yourself questions like this, guys, there is gold in those answers. It's like asking yourself, well, how else could I do this? What might I actually really like to do? What might work really well for me? What would be simple on my really busy days? There is gold in those questions. And they're usually questions you may never, ever have asked yourself when it comes to weight loss. So play with it. All right. So that's our anti-planning episode. If you don't love to plan and you're like, can't I just lose weight without planning stuff? Absolutely. You totally can. But it's going to take just using some different skills. Number one, creating some other structure in your life that supports you. So either having that idea of what you eat, if you're eating at a restaurant or making a meal at your house, what are the general foods that you eat? Or things like, I said, the leftovers, or maybe bigger category, like more global planning, like a weekly plan. No right answers. You get to choose. And then being curious at all times and just keeping that awareness, that monitoring so that you're keeping an eye on what's going on, even if you're not writing it down. And really watching for that ability of your brain to edit. So keeping an awareness and building the skill of staying aware Even uh, if you're not writing it down, even if your brain wants to edit some stuff out. And then let it be how you think it's going to be most helpful. Let it be custom. Let it be bespoke (laughs) for a popular word these days. Let it be you. Nobody else knows the right way. You get to take all of the information you've received about weight loss and apply it in the way that works best for you. All right, I hope that that was really helpful for you guys. Like I said, even if you love to plan, you can take everything we've talked about and use it for some other thing that you don't love to do in your weight loss and figure out alternative ways of getting around it. Make sure if you're not already a member of the free Thriving as a Physician Facebook group, make sure that you head on over to Facebook, search for Thriving as a Physician and request access. You do need to be a physician to access that Facebook group, but it offers you extra support, extra tips, extra tools, some behind the scenes looks into my own life and my own weight loss journey. And just a really lovely supportive community of women physicians, because the more we do this in community, the better. Doing it alone is not the efficient way of getting to your goals. You need people around you and there is healing that comes from just hearing another physician be like, yeah, I do that too. And being like, I'm not alone. Okay. So head over to facebook.com, search for thriving as a physician, click on it, request access by answering the questions that it asks, and then I'll welcome you into the group. Have a fantastic day, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye.